Welcome to the new sound of online radio. Welcome to the sound of Universal Broadcasting Network. A mix of today's hits and hard to find favorites. Combined with the most entertaining and intriguing talk anywhere. This is your sound. This is the sound of Universal Broadcasting Network at UENradio.com. She's passionate about telling stories of amazing women who are rocking the world and empowering women to live, love, and thrive. Here's your host, Katherine Gray. Hi, welcome today to Live, Love, Thrive Women's Empowerment Hour, brought to you by, of course, 360karma.com. We hope that you're joining our conversation on Facebook and also following us on Instagram and uh, Twitter at My360Karma. As always, uh, we have on amazing people, and you know, we usually celebrate uh, women who are doing amazing work in the world, but we also love to celebrate the men who are supporting us. So today we have on two special guests from the Lapeer Kempton Hotel in West Hollywood. We have General Manager. Nick Remedio and also the director of catering Aaron Hooper please give them a warm welcome hi guys hi Catherine how are you I'm good I'm good how are you terrific so we met uh, when your hotel just opened I know we have actually a shot of that's right um, the ribbon cutting uh, and you guys just opened when? Not that long ago. January 16th of, uh, of this year. Mm-hmm. Right. And this is considered like a, almost a five-star hotel that is, it, it, we just love it. My, my wife and I, were, we, I have to brag that we were the first wedding at mm-hmm. the yes, Lapeer. Um, I actually had some pictures that uh, we're putting up um, that we were on the rooftop there. And you have such an amazing space, such a beautiful view, uh, such a great decor, such a wonderful staff, and we were just thrilled to and honored, actually, to be the first wedding there. And uh, mm-hmm. it's it's a really cool hotel. I bet you guys love working there. Oh, we absolutely do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And it really was special to have you and Deb with us it, it, just to inaugurate our hotel for our first mm-hmm. wedding. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was filled with a lot of great energy, huh? Absolutely. A lot of love. Lo- love mm-hmm. and great energy, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not often you get to get, you know, your family and friends together, in my case, from both coasts, mm-hmm. all in one room together. And mm-hmm. so that was really special. So, it was such a beautiful day. Yeah, yeah, it was perfect. I'm so glad we did it there. Mm-hmm. And so, so nice that it brought us together and that I've gotten to meet you two. And I want to share your stories today, you know, how you got into this business and why you love it and why Kimpton is such an amazing uh, sure. group. We, mm-hmm. We've fallen in love with the Kimpton hotels. We've now been in Portland and New York and Seattle, and uh, we just love that chain because um, they're so, uh, one of the reasons uh, is, uh, I love this, that they're one of the only hotels that allows any animals. Mm-hmm. So I, I heard if it fits in the door, you guys allow it. And I've been wanting to ask that question, like, really? Mm-hmm. Like, it's very true. Like, mm-hmm. if you really, if you could fit like an elephant in the door, would you allow it? I mean, I think every every animal. <laughs> I'm is just taken, so curious. Yes, every it's every animal is taken in consideration. Really? I know that a tiger did have to be declined, but other uh, than that, a tiger. There's okay. been penguins that have stayed at Kimpton no Hotels. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I yeah. love it. Mm-hmm. And um, my makeup artist Michelle Brown was just telling me that when she stayed at a Kimpton and she let them know ahead of time that she was bringing her dog Frankie, that when they got out of the car. The staff literally said, welcome, Frankie. And I was like, are you kidding me? That is so cool. 
Kimpton was really one of the first uh, pet-friendly hotels yeah. that, that came out with that policy, and it, it really is near and dear to, to our hearts. Mm-hmm. I have, you know, with me every day in my office is, is my dog, Chandler. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Who that's is so cool. our unofficial director of guest relations. I love it. I love it. <laughs> and that's how I was a fan of Kimpton. My husband and I were before I worked there because oh of gosh. the pet policy. We have a little Frenchie, and yeah. we're able to stay anywhere with Kimpton. So we were fans before I was an employee. Yeah. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. I love that. I know we love to take our dog Angie. And so, uh, but for all of those viewers out there listening, you know, um, I think people are always, you know, trying to find a hotel that mm-hmm. allows it. So it's just nice to know mm-hmm. that the Kimptons, wherever they are, which is all over the country and the mm-hmm. world, mm-hmm. Um, that they can take their pets. So FYI, folks. <laughs> yeah, they're they're not just know. allowed. It, they're really welcomed. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's, a, it's a core, you know, part of our, of and our experience in the lobby. there is a isn't there? There really mm-hmm. is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how, I want to know how you both got involved in this uh, boutique hotel uh, chain because um, you, Nick, mentioned to me that they are like number six of the uh, top 100 companies to work for, but number one in the hospitality industry. Absolutely. Yeah. So that must be cool working for a company with that reputation. Kimpton's yeah. long I been I think a... I'm leaving today and I want to go work there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll always have a spot for you. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> no, it's true. Uh, Kimpton has been in the, the, the top you know, 15 to 20 companies to work for for the last 15 years. This oh past gosh. year, we were number six for the Fortune Top 100. Wow. So that's not just recent. This mm-hmm. is over a long duration. It's a long tradition yeah. of being um, really an employer of choice, not because it, it looks great on a letterhead, but mm-hmm. I can tell you it starts from the top down from our senior leadership at our home office in San Francisco, mm-hmm. and then we try to, to deliver that uh, oh, at the property. I didn't know that's where you were based out of, San yes. Francisco. Mm-hmm. No wonder it's such a cool company. Absolutely. <laughs> you put such a focus on employees that translates into the guest experience right so having a company that does put that focus and care into who's working for them it makes everything makes it like a family Mm -hmm. and i love the emphasis you all put on diversity and women Mm -hmm. so i definitely wanted to talk about that today Mm -hmm. um but first i want to talk about your journeys to getting here to to where you're at and uh nick you told me the most amazing story about how when you were in college you you dropped a, a book uh, on the floor and out rolled a brochure of a school in Paris, and that's how you end up going and studying in Paris, which I love this story. Yeah, you can't make this up. Yeah. No, it's a true story. I'd never been to Europe, I had never left the continental United States. And uh, my, my senior year was in, I think, January or February, and I, I was needing to make that decision. Now, wait a minute, let me just stop here. You were born in Ohio, right? Yes. Yeah, so you were looking for somewhere to go. (laughs) (laughs) Very proud of my my Akron roots for sure, but definitely was looking to to explore the world. Yeah, oh, that's cool. And what did you study there? International affairs and European history. Okay. So so you had some international affairs? No. (laughs) So so, I'm sure you uh, loved it and had a good time. And so that was – do you think that – Living in that European culture is something that you bring with you to to the to work. Like, is it something? You know what I think. It um, living in Paris at that time opened my my eyes to not just what I knew growing up, but all, all of the possibilities. Right. And that's something you know I've been very fortunate in my career of over the last twenty two years of being able to explore, living in different parts of the country. Yeah. And then it, taking those experiences with me to to what we do at Lapeer. Yeah, I think it does make someone uh, 
richer to have lived in different cultures and met people outside of just one town or something that makes your insides expand and you're I think also accepting other people. Mm -hmm. I have a great story about Uh, that. I was at a party when I was in Paris. I was 18 years old. And at this party, we had uh, 20 different people from 20 different countries. Mm -hmm. And all, you know, races, ethnicities, uh, orientation. It was a really great group. And at this table, uh, we started talking about our childhoods and talking about our grandmothers. And what we found was every single person around the table had that story of their grandmother trying to feed them and, and that those expressions of love. Yeah. And in that moment, I, I, I realized how much we really have in common above what, what really we? defines our differences. Don't we? When you talk about family, friends, and love, I mean, don't we all have that in common? Let's mm-hmm. hope so. Absolutely. Yeah, that is the common ground, yeah. isn't it? Um, and so you also mm-hmm. got to travel a lot. Mm-hmm. I know before you were even seven, you were telling me that you were born in Utah, had been to Puerto Rico, had been mm-hmm. to Texas, mm-hmm. all before seven. All before seven. <laughs> uh, and then ended up here in California. Mm-hmm. And I asked you the same thing that everybody asks you, is your dad in the military? And you're like, <laughs> no, he was in the restaurant business, mm-hmm. of course. Yeah. Of course, you following your dad's footsteps in a way. Mm-hmm. Um so do you feel the same way? Like, I know even after you started in this business that you've traveled a lot, and we talked about that. Mm-hmm. You've been to a lot of different cities. And do you feel like it opens your eyes up to being more accepting of people, mm-hmm. just from living in different cities and cultures? Absolutely. And yeah. especially doing different jobs, because most of, I traveled a lot after college before mm-hmm. settling back out in California. And you work in different places in the world, in the country, and work with different people. So yeah. you kind of expand on how you're going to interact, how different people work, what their backgrounds are and their experiences are. Yeah. And you get to experience, you know, learn and grow yourself as to how best to work with all of them. Right. So it, it absolutely opens up your mind yeah. and gives you just more, um, you know, more life experiences to take on. Yeah. Especially all working for a hotel where people are coming in from all over the country and all mm-hmm. over the world to stay there. Mm-hmm. It's nice to have had those experiences. Mm-hmm. So I always find in life that everything that we do always leads to what we're going to be doing, mm-hmm. even if we're not realizing it at mm-hmm. the time. So w- when maybe it was uh, tough moving to cities that you didn't know anybody and, mm-hmm. you know, didn't have family there and you're, you know, kind of having to make new friends and, and uh, you know, go through the struggles of being in a new city. I know I've done it myself like four times sure. where mm-hmm. I moved to New York. I didn't know anybody. I moved to L.A. I didn't know anybody. And, you know, anybody who's been through that experience knows it, it, it's not easy. Mm-hmm. But in the long run, uh, it's a great growth opportunity, mm-hmm. you know. And I, I think same uh, for me as with you all. Uh, having lived in many different cities, I'm so open to so many different people and cultures. I really embrace that. You know. A mentor once said to me that, you know, um, you know, life is but a series of chapters. And, he, you know, that was almost 20 years ago that he said that to me. And looking back, every place that I've been, every job that I've that I've worked has been a part of that story. Yeah. And where I'm at today wouldn't have happened without those preceding exactly. chapters. Exactly. That's exactly what I was saying. Each one was mm-hmm. a building block to where you are exactly. now. Mm-hmm. And you were telling me, uh, as you started to say about your grandmother, that she was a big influence on you in that she was always warm and welcoming to everybody and that you try to take that same type of, you know, um, same type of connection with you uh, at the hotel and you know I really got that from your staff like people are so warm and welcoming and 
you know, you, you almost feel like you're going over to visit your family. No, it's yeah. true. Uh, my grandmother was this four foot ten, uh, very special lady, I love and it. nothing uh, wrong with that, by the way. <laughs> no. Well, I'm not that short, but she was, she was tall but mighty. Uh, her name was Evelyn, and and no, she just had this way that if you came within five feet of her, she was going to try and feed you. Yeah. And then beyond that, uh, she just had a way of of when you would sit down with her, she would she would look at you and right in the eye and say, "How are you?" and and "How are you today?" and and really yeah. connect. And it yeah. was such a simple thing, but something that stayed with me and yeah. and you're right when we were opening the hotel during our service training that was something that I that I shared with our team of you know let's always try to be in the moment for our guests and let them right. know that we're with them in the here and now yeah. and not mm-hmm. just looking to process yeah. to, to the next right. thing and you know there's a word I have for in the moment and that's authentic mm-hmm. and people feel that authenticity absolutely right? mm-hmm. Yeah. And Aaron, um, mm-hmm. how did you move your way up into catering director? Where did mm-hmm. you begin your career? Like for other women out there that might want to move up into a position like yours, mm-hmm. you know, I, one thing is at least the hospitality industry seems to be one of the industries more welcoming to women. Mm-hmm. More than like we were saying, you know, the, like specifically maybe even this restaurant industry mm-hmm. can be very male-dominated, but branch out a little bit. And the hospitality seems to be a little bit more of a warm and welcoming place yeah. to women. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think that, that, you know, anybody, you can do anything you put, you decide you right. want to do. True. I applied to all of my colleges as a film major. I didn't uh, tell you this yet. Oh, But oh. I did. I wanted to go into the movies. Okay. And so then after that, obviously changed my mind. Who doesn't really? I know, <laughs> right? But I wanted to be behind the camera. Yeah. That's where I like to be. Yeah, I like me to be. too. I'm with um, you. Um, but... So after that, obviously, changed my mind a little bit, but got into hospitality. And the thing that I, I was one of the best decisions I made was after college doing an internship program that offered rotations oh. because I wanted to learn everything. Yeah. I wanted to know. I didn't know exactly what it was that I wanted to do. Right. As you said, my dad had restaurant experience. I grew up with that. Yeah. I felt familiar and comfortable there. I yeah. wanted to see about other um, parts of the hospitality industry, right. specifically the front desk is where <coughs> I wanted to start. Uh-huh. I had this um, um, grand idea that working at the front desk and welcoming everybody and having it just be this easy, cushy job, <laughs> um, which is where I decided to, to start into. But in that program, you got to rotate through different departments. Oh. And so I got Wait, to... Ex- was this with Kempton or who was that No, with? this was actually oh, with Vail Resorts. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So out in Colorado. And oh, so fun. I got to rotate through a front desk position into a uh, catering and banquets position and then a restaurant management. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the pieces of advice that I like to give anybody is Mm -hmm. to... um, is to diversify and, and get to try learn, try, try a lot of things. Cause yeah. now coming into catering and once I got into events, I knew this is what I loved, yeah. but I already had all this arsenal of information and knowledge of right. how a front desk works and how a restaurant works. And right. you can bring all of those details together right. to be even more successful in what you do. So I just, love that suggestion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you want to do it, get with a hotel and work your way into the different positions mm-hmm. because whatever one you feel fits it's going to be beneficial to know all the other parts. Of that course. makes perfect sense. Yeah. I Absolutely. think that's in a mm-hmm. lot of industries. That's that's great advice. Yeah. So that's how you fell into it. You said, oh, I love this. Well, I did. In college, yeah. I you know, once I knew I wasn't, I didn't want to pursue film in, yeah. in college, I, I decided where I wanted to look. And I, I was looking at business school. And I said, yeah. well, if I did anything for business, I'd want to go into restaurants, yeah. following dad, yeah. and then discovered that my school actually had a hospitality program, which oh. I actually didn't know specifically existed. Oh, cool. And, and what school was that? I went to Purdue. 
Oh my God, my sister went to Purdue. <laughs> we didn't I even did. ever talk about I know. this. Oh my God. Chris Rogers, our director of sales, oh, went I to Purdue. Oh, I wish I knew when I, <laughs> you met at the wedding. Oh, she would have been uh, thrilled. I probably would have talked to her all night. So. <laughs> probably, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. But it just, cool. everything Great fell into school. place. It's an amazing school. Yeah. It is. Um, but everything worked out perfectly. My timing yeah. of like, the restriction as to when you could actually transfer into a posi- into a new major. Yeah, I was right at that deadline. I knew what I wanted to do. I got right. in, and then you just again, I- even in college, right. those last three years, got to do all the different types of classes. Right, and start to figure out where where you fit best in that. Right, mm-hmm. I love that advice. And so um, I know you told me you traveled around a lot, and so sometimes that was difficult, mm-hmm. right? You know, yeah. st- you know, it's changing sure. in each city, like we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. But on one of these. Uh, uh, trips uh, uh, that you were assigned to a uh, property over in Bimini, which you mm-hmm. couldn't believe I've heard of. I couldn't. <laughs> I have been there. I have been there. Not a lot of people have heard of Bimini. Mm-hmm. Most are going to Nassau when they go to Bahamas. But Bimini's this cute little island. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot going on there. Nope. Um, like two families, I think, run everything there. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think of their name. I'm sure you met them. Um, what, what, what property was there? What's the name of it? It was at the time Bimini Bay. Oh, Bimini Bay, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I have a lot of funny stories about Bimini, but mm-hmm. one of them was uh, on the way over, we got caught in a storm because it's supposed to only be like two or three hours from Florida. Sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, had never gotten caught in a storm before. And we had two engine boat and one engine died. And so mm-hmm. now it, it's kicking up a storm. So we thought we'd beat the storm but now we're in the middle of the storm Mm -hmm. and the waves are like 14 feet and they're coming over the boat and then we lose the lifeboat it hits the water and inflates so we're trying to pull it in but it's pulling us in so now we have to let go of the lifeboat so we have Mm -hmm. one engine no lifeboat and 14 foot waves we it but needless to say we made it to bimini i don't know if it's when you were working there Uh, i don't know if it was (laughs) i doubt it it was over 20 years ago (laughs) but uh it is a cool little place so Mm -hmm. your story is so much better than mine it's where you met your husband. Very true. Right. I did. Who was a boat yeah. captain, so here's another boat story. <laughs> I can't wait to tell him that story and see what he says. So um, he's a boat captain there, and was he permanently stationed there, or was he over? It, it like, was a permanent position oh. at the time. He was running their kind of whole water sports company. Right. So he lived there. He lived on a sailboat there. And, yeah, they ran, you know, dolphin tours. They did uh, diving, of course. They did yeah. snuba, which is almost like a snorkeling version of diving. Snuba? Um, I've never, snuba. Heard, I've you, never heard mm-hmm. of that. It's uh, you, you stay connected with your with your air mask. Oh. So you, you're not, you don't have a tank and dive under. You stay kind of on the surface. So it's oh. like snorkeling, but you can stay underwater longer. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I think that would be for me. (laughs) So you met your husband there. Mm -hmm. Of course, you didn't know it was your husband at the time. No, definitely not. Um, So that's great that uh, in the ventures of working in this business, that's how you met your hubby. Yeah. Yeah. And then he followed me back to Colorado. He'd been living in the Caribbean for six years. And wow. He, mm-hmm, so all That's over. That's love, Aaron. I know. That's love. Two winters <laughs> in the mountains, and he didn't leave. Thanks, yeah. babe. And I bet he's loving California. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Who, who doesn't love mm-hmm. California? Absolutely. Sorry, everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. So tell me about how you got to be the general manager here. Like, what was your road to making this happen? And let's sure. talk about what we do, at, what you guys do at Kempton to, you know, bring in women and help them up the ranks. I know you have another general manager, Gabrielle, mm-hmm. that uh, also 
is uh, running that entity with you. Yes. Sure. Yeah. I, Who's amazing. You know, my story will be, I'll, I'll keep it brief. I started busing tables, you know, over 22 years ago and, and came up through restaurants and from there worked through uh, in, into hotels, into food and beverage and just, you know, kept on climbing the ladder, had some fantastic mentors along the way. I, I literally stand on the shoulders of giants. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I, I always keep that mindful and try to pay that forward into the mentoring that I, I give to my team, which I think is probably the b- most rewarding part of what I get to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paying it forward always is the most rewarding, isn't it? It really, yeah. it really yeah. is. Um, and and so and, and building a team in terms of of women, um, you know, it at our hotel we have more female managers than male man- managers. Oh, the, I love the, that. The, the girls out, definitely outnumber the guys. Yeah. And and it wasn't done intentionally. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to hire the best team. Right. And, and I always say that about uh, filling female quotas. It's it's not about filling female quotas. It's about mm. not leaving talent on the sidelines. Exactly. And that's, that's what's been happening in many industries, science, technology, maybe not as much in hospitality, but but it's nice to know that um, I know you guys are also very supportive of the women uh, and you guys have like weekly or monthly mm-hmm. women chats of the women that are all involved in your in, uh, in your in your chain. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have and what does that tell me about that? Kimpton's uh, women's group. They're um, organized by each city. So Gabriella, our assistant GM at, at Lapeer. Uh, coordinates that for Los Angeles, and, and they try to do monthly activities uh, with with all of the uh, oh, so cool. with all of the female managers throughout our group. And so, when they have these uh, calls or meetings uh, of all the women in the uh, in the company, um, this is to share ideas, and or what is it for? Yeah, I actually How haven't been on those calls. Oh, so. you're not allowed on that <laughs> call. Uh, <yeah>. Aaron, <laughs> fill a, us in. <laughs> Um, so it's what we've been doing lately. They do they um, ask one of our um, corporate or high level execs um, mm-hmm. to speak, and they interview on camera. So we all uh-huh. um, log in and we all you know join in and, right. and get to listen to um, a, a woman in in a higher level position share her background, her experience. It's, oh, that's so It's cool. open to questions if we'd like to ask something. Is that also so that you all can figure out how to work your way up the company? Is Absolutely. It, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it gives yeah. advice on how they started. Some yeah. of the same things we've been talking about. But yeah. how did you? get into that position how did you manage a work-life balance what mm-hmm. what did you come up against that you struggled and came out on the other side better and what can we learn from oh, that oh who has problems with work-life balance oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that does, like, never happens like everybody um so uh i'm so glad that you guys are getting behind our she angels event which is all about women helping women which mm-hmm. is what it sounds like you're you're this entity, this women's chat that you guys do, mm-hmm. is about women helping women. Mm-hmm. And so um, we're thrilled that the after party and uh, that people will be staying at your hotel that weekend uh, mm-hmm. were the events at UCLA, which is not far from sure. you. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're just excited that you guys are getting behind that, that you're pro-women's empowerment mm-hmm. and pro-hiring women and supporting women and have them come up through the ranks. And, um, of course, our event is about helping to fund women and uh, get resources and mentorships for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called the She Angels Pitch Fest and TV Web Series. And that is on Saturday, February 23rd, for those that are listening. And uh, 
they can find out about it, of course, at sheangels.com or 360karma.com. But we're so excited to team up with you guys in that respect mm -hmm. and for that event, which uh, the after party will be on the rooftop where we had the wedding. Mm -hmm. So that kind of brought it full circle, didn't it? It did. I mean, yeah. I, honestly, talking about mentors, I mean, I can count so many she angels in my life, you know, whether it was my grandmother or my mom or a number of, of other uh, female mentors that that along with a couple guys too yeah. that that helped me and so for me it, it's near and dear to my heart and I can't thank you enough for not only inviting us on the show today but in in allowing us to be a part of such a, a spectacular cause uh, this February. Thank you, thank you. Well, we're in this together. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for being on and uh, everybody listening. Uh, we'll talk to you next week, uh, Wednesdays at noon. We appreciate you tuning in. Make it a great week. Hugs and happiness.